All right, welcome back to that dance sports podcast. Um, we got a good episode, all NBA episode. Um, since we last talked to you guys, it was the after game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, um, and wow, uh, took a big turn. Uh, Denver sweeps LA, Miami goes up 3 0, then drops three. Game seven, no way they win, right? Game seven in Boston after they've lost three in a row, and did they ever? 20 point win for the Miami Heat. Um, you know I'm, I'm ready to get into this one. I got a lot of things to say. I got a lot of things to get off my chest um, because the Miami Heat are your Eastern Conference champions, second time in four years, and are going back to the NBA Finals. Avenged Boston from the Game 7 last year in Game 7 in Boston. Nothing sweeter. Got a lot to get into in the basketball side, and we will then cover the NBA playoff matchup between the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. So get ready for this one. And as always, thanks for listening to this episode of That Damn Sports Podcast. Play the damn song. your two faces and record a podcast um i'm still kind of stunned um for those wondering what i'm talking about the miami heat are the only the second eight seed in the history of basketball to advance to the nba finals um did it in seven games in an unconventional seven games um there's a lot to go into with this series specifically this finals matchup there's a lot but do you do you guys mind Giving me a couple minutes because I got a lot on my chest. I got a lot All to right. get. How about you just take up the entire hour? Okay. I, yeah. I, I, no, I, Austin. <laughs> we look. Me and Jackson came to a consensus, man. This is this is your episode. You you go off. We're gonna be here and we'll give you our opinions when when you need them. But we're here for you. So <laughs> we're gonna you try our ahead. best. We're gonna try you, our best. You go. You go off, man. Too. This this like, is your team. I'd be excited too, man. So go <laughs> ahead. In the since we've had this podcast back in 2021. This is like the first time I think any of our teams have like made it like this far. To be fair, I, I don't. I don't really. And you know, it's funny. And I, I wanted to get. I want to give these takes, and I want you guys' honest opinion. And I honestly, that's the reason I call you and Jackson are like the first people I call when anything happens in basketball because I actually respect your opinions in that. Like my dad as well. Shout out pops. But in football, Mike, I don't go to you about the Dolphins when stuff happens to talk about the Dolphins because you hate the Dolphins, and that's fine. I hate the Steelers. And but with the with the and with the Gamecocks, I don't really go to many Gamecock fans other than my dad because a lot of Gamecock fans are delusional and we are we're always defending ourselves. But with the Heat, I'm very honest. I've always been very honest about Miami. If you remember, Mikey, last episode you picked Miami to win. I didn't. You picked Miami to win the series in seven, which you were correct. To be fair, yeah, I, I did, and I I don't know why you didn't take your team. I was. I, I, mean, was, I, I took your team, and, and you didn't take your team. Come I was on, being. Man. I was being. I was trying to be neutral, and that gets to my point. Because I feel with the Dolphins, you know, I'm I'm somewhat biased at times because I feel like I have to be defensive because they're in my lifetime they've been really bad. The Gamecocks, I feel like I'm always defending myself with with Clemson, Clemson fans. With the Heat, I, I I'm very honest and neutral because I feel like they they don't need any defending. Okay, so when I give these takes, this is this is genuine. I mean everything I'm saying. But first and foremost, this is the thing that made me mad, the maddest. You know, Miami loses game six, and we'll talk about all yeah. the series and everything. Miami loses game six, and 
it's like the I I couldn't even cut on my TV. I couldn't go on social media because I knew that all everything was going to be anti Miami. Everything was going to be against us, and it's always been like that. And it got me thinking. What are you doing? I'm just <laughs> just I'm just hanging out. <laughs> what do you mean? For those, what does he do? For those listening, he has a Xbox controller against his head. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm just trying to listen. No, these two have are doing something, guys. I just preface this. They know that I'm really excited right now. And they're going to try to ruin this somehow. I'm prepared for it. I'm honestly just sitting I'm, there, I'm, uh, okay. waiting it for you to It was kind of weird that I picked him. it up, but it was about to fall, and I didn't feel like placing it down because if I show you right now, there's a bunch of shit on my desk. So I just kind of didn't know what to do with that. Okay. okay. I guess I'm just on edge with you guys right now. I don't like that. Don't worry about like That kind of like took me off guard for a second. I was like, what am I doing here? I know what we said at the gym that we were going to just, it was going to be my goal to make you mad, but I'm not going to do that because we got stuff to talk about. And I know you are so excited. You are so excited to talk about this. Okay. 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 Fair. I messed with you yesterday during the game, you know, because you got, you got a little bit, angry yeah you got angry anytime i said anything i was even on though even though if it was the hornets you would be saying worse things okay, we're gonna, i'm gonna i'm gonna address that whole situation that'll be a funny oh, thing speaking to talk of about. hornets hold on go ahead sorry that'll be, that'll be a funny thing to talk about but anyway all right i'm gonna get back to my point go ahead go ahead go on my little rant here and I, when I go through this stuff, I want you guys, all I ask of you, because I know you're not Heat fans, I want you to actually listen and, and try to take it and see if see if you agree with what I'm saying. Take, take the fanhood, me being a fan out of it. I want you to just genuinely listen, because I think I make good points. All right. The one thing I'm going to address first is I am so sick. I am so sick of the Miami Heat disrespect. I'm so, I, I, am, I am so sick of it. And I really got put onto it back in 2020. Okay. Back in 2020, the Heat, Went to the bubble, and as a five seed, another underdog, underdog seed, yeah. it was all the way to NBA Finals. Takes the Lakers, who were that was a very good Lakers team. Say what you want now, and took them to six games. Okay, everything after that from the media, from everyone on social media, tick, uh, on Twitter, every, the ESPN analysts were making arguments that it was they were bubble frauds. Okay, complete frauds. Then we get to the 2021, and Miami gets swept in the first round by Milwaukee. But when we get swept by Milwaukee, people love to, and they've said Miami proves it was a fluke run and this and that about the bubble. When in reality, people forget that because of the bubble, it was the shortest offseason in NBA history. It was only two months long because of the bubble. The Heat played the longest out of any Eastern Conference team, while Milwaukee, we knocked them out in the first round, got or second round, got to rest. Then you get to 2022 last year, where you're the number one seed in the East all throughout the entire regular season, had the best record in the East. We make it all the way to East Coast Finals, and still, for some reason, we are talked about like we're the underdog, even though we're the one seed. Take Boston to seven. Okay. Then you get, then the big thing that made me, for some reason, really made me mad this year was all that happens, and Miami's proven themselves time and time and time again. And then, you know, they make their schedule and they pick their Christmas Day games before the season even starts. So they set it based on the year before. And it's usually a big deal. Like, it's a big deal to get a Christmas Day game, it means you were a successful team. Miami was the one seed. In the East, the number one seed, best record, took Boston to seven games the Eastern Conference Finals and lost. Okay. Loses in, in game seven and doesn't get a Christmas Day game. Knicks get a Christmas Day game. Cavs get a Christmas Day game. All these teams get a Christmas Day game. Miami just gets nothing. And then this year, Miami goes up 3-0, and the narrative becomes... Uh, after one game win, in all the media and all over Twitter... 
that the Boston Celtics are, are going to come back from this 3-0 deficit. Now, granted, they almost did. They almost did. But still, the narrative was as soon as Miami lost one game, Boston's going to be the first team to ever do it. Boston, Boston's going to be the first team to ever do it. And I am just so happy that for all this, Miami has finally proven that they deserve the, they deserve the respect of the media. They deserve, they deserve the respect of the fans. It's been proven year in, year out over the last four years. And that is my big thing. I am so sick of the disrespect from, from ESPN, from f- casual fans on Twitter, from anybody else. And I think now we finally put it to rest no matter what happens in this Nugget series. I think they have to win to get the respect. Um, that's just my little thing. Hornets are never going to get respect. You see this? Never. Ever. That's okay. Panthers are never going to get respect either. We're a goodwill team this year. But I feel like in order for them to actually get the respect, or at least Jimmy, Jimmy can get mad respect if he wins two games against the Denver Nuggets. And, you know, I told you yesterday that I honestly I believe uh, the Nuggets are going to sweep them or maybe the Heat get one. In the back of my head, I don't know what it is. I actually believe the Heat have a chance. And I don't know why. I, I really don't. Like, I look at Jokic and I look at how insane Jamal Murray's playing. If Jimmy is playing how he usually does, if playoff Jimmy shows up and he's not tired, and then Caleb Williams plays how he did in this past series. Caleb Martin, Caleb Martin. Sorry, Caleb Martin. I don't know why I said Woods. Caleb Martin, and then, you know, Bam has his good games. And, I mean, a lot of things can go right, and the Heat actually have a chance. This is the NBA. This now is we'll, rec league. We'll get so, to f- finals coverage, and I'm re- I, I, I'm, I feel the same way to a degree with what you just said. But I do want to ask both of you this, because it, you could say, like, the, I said the same thing about Jimmy. I thought Jimmy was going to get respect after the bubble when he took the, the Lakers to six without Bam and Goran Dragic, who was our lead scorer. So let me ask. Why do you think the Heat don't get the respect? Uh, I mean, because at this point, it, it has to be like I know they haven't won the title in these four years, but they've made it to three Eastern Conference Finals and won two of them. So I I, I feel like they definitely deserve it. So I think why, it's Jimmy. Why do you think it is? I, I mean, think it's I think it's the past with Jimmy, like all the drama in the past and stuff. And, no, I oh, I wouldn't ahead. say I wouldn't say that it's. I mean, I'm gonna say that it's just because they don't have a in in, in basketball terms a superstar. In today's in today's terms, a flashy guy who's who's gonna put up the three ball like Steph or Tatum or whatever, or a big man like Embiid or Jokic who who is dominant in the paint, or a strong power forward like LeBron or, or whatever, or a sharp shooter that's seven foot tall like Kevin Durant. You know, the Heat don't have that. What do the Heat have? They they play defense really well. Bam plays defense, but is not an offensive offensive mastermind. Jimmy Butler, let's 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 be honest here, is a great player, but he's not a great three point shooter, which is flash is what the NBA has transitioned to. So with the the Heat don't get the love because it, it doesn't drive in views. The, it's not exciting to watch the Heat play. Let's not let's not lie to ourselves. It's not exciting. What's exciting is seeing Steph shoot a three from half court and make it, and then seeing teams drop 120 points going back and forth. That's not how the Heat play. So I this, think uh, it's what I truly believe. That's why the Heat, honestly, like, oh, the Heat aren't good, but their form of basketball works. And it's that's, that's probably the best take I have ever heard from you. Like I, <laughs> one, I, I quite literally one hundred percent agree with every word you just said. And <laughs> and for those of you that don't know the relationship between me, Mikey, and Austin, that doesn't fucking happen, or that does not happen <laughs> at all. Okay, like 
I mean, it's Mikey, it's, Mikey, I mean, that's, that's a great take. And it's true. It's just to me, it makes me mad that it, the disrespect just keeps happening. Um, whether it's pretty basketball or not, we're in our third, our second finals in four years, our third Easter Conference finals in four years. Like, whether it gets views or not, you have to respect it. You got to cover it. Like, and here's yeah, the thing, yeah, too, you no. guys know during this playoff run, if you, if you cut co- even today on first take, if you watch ESPN today, they barely covered Miami. The, the narrative was, oh, Tatum and Brown, what's going to happen in the future of Boston? Why did Boston lose? Maybe Boston lost because Miami's a damn good fucking basketball team. Maybe that's why they lost. It's same with Milwaukee. They're talking about firing coaches or whatever, the first, the headliner. Maybe Miami just beat them. And I'm so, like, I I, I, I want to get covered and, and love from ESPN and these and casual fans so often, and we never fucking get it. And, well, and it, that's what makes me mad. Well, here, here's the thing, and I'm going to compare it a little bit to the NFL, and I and this is going to take a lot for me to say because I'm even I even do it, but it, it's the same thing why people fall in love with the quarterbacks who could throw it 80 yards down the field and say, oh well, he's better than this guy. Just for example, this is why I love Justin Herbert because I fall in love with the attributes. He's so flashy, he gets it done. But Joe Burrow doesn't have any of that, and he still wins. Does he get the love that Justin Herbert does? I mean, he does to an extent, but like, let's okay, let's not use Joe Burrow. Like, you're Brock you're on fucking wins. fire. You're on fucking fire. Like, it's this. It's That's the a good one. thing. It's <laughs> it's all in sports. It's all about who's flashy, who's who's a great talent. It doesn't matter if they're even good or not. That's but why if they sports can make, is put under if they can make now. outstanding plays and they can keep it exciting and they can make something generational for kids to want to be. That's what's going to drive in the viewership, and that's going to be like, okay. Well, he's good. And that's the reason the Heat do not get any love because they are not flashy. They play an old school way basketball. It gets it done, and it's respect to the head coach of Miami, and it's respect to all the players. But this is the reason why no one talks about me about Miami, and it's just it, it's it's sad, but it's the truth. The Burrow Herbert thing that was a great comparison, Mikey. I actually props to you, Mikey's two for two, and we're talking hey. basketball this episode. Hey. Oh shit! I carry this. I carry this podcast. Okay, and then he oh, says some shit like it's that. It's the heat. The heat are bringing out the fire in Mikey. You know. <laughs> but let me also ask you guys: this is a second take I had, and then we'll move on to covering the actual series itself. But I, I didn't really have a good way to segue this, so I'm just going to open with it. You, I, okay? So let me ask you, Jackson. At the beginning of the year or beginning of the playoffs, what three teams, four teams, would you have said? Were, were the top dogs in the East. Because a lot of people say that the East is very top-heavy. What would you have said those teams were? But Actually, we won't even say before the playoffs. We'll say before the season even started. Who would you have said? All right. Um, initially, I was saying for the East, for the East, definitely the Bucks, just because it's the Bucks, right? And Chris, it was all this headline with Chris Middleton coming back, so they were going to be back to their old selves. Uh, I had faith in um, Philly. And the Nets were there until, you know, Katie and Kyrie left. But uh, it was Boston, I'm assuming. Boston's a given. I mean, everyone's like they're on their revenge tour. They're coming back. Nobody's stopping Jason Tate, like JT. Nobody's stopping Jalen Brown, all that stuff. It was it was really just those three. And it's like it was only because in the back of my head, I've always seen the heat as like, uh, what's the comparison? Kind of like the Cowboys in football, right? They're a great regular season team, but they just can't get over that hump in the, uh, in the playoffs. And I know you're, you're nodding at me like this. It's just like, yes, they've made it to the finals. Yes. They made it to the Eastern conference, but they never got over that hump to win it all is what I'm saying. So okay. like 
They do great. I they get compare more to Green high. Bay then. Okay, Green Bay, like Green, way, Bay, Green Bay wins. Well, granted, we also still have three titles. We have done it, but I see what you're saying in recent time. I get what you're saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, right, 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 right. Right. all right, this is our year. We we got eliminated last year. We got the same team. We added some pieces or whatever. We got now it's our time. And now, then they just come up short. Here's the thing with me, though. I'm gonna say this right now, and I I boldly say this because I have an argument to back up any of the other teams you you mentioned over the last four years. My first of all, my like I said, leading back to the my never gets covered, never gets picked to open before the season, never really gets covered at all during the season. And then the playoffs, everyone's so surprised. Over the last four years, the Miami Heat are the best team in the East, best franchise in the East, and it still never gets talked about. But over the last four years, the Miami Heat are the best team in the East. I have an argument to argue against Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly. I'll say Milwaukee, but, but you didn't, but you didn't pick them though. You 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 talk no, 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 like no, no, this, no, 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 no. You're mixing up what I'm saying. You're mixing up what I'm saying. Mixing up what I'm saying. I didn't. I'm not talking about this season. I'm talking about just over the last four years. Oh, okay. Miami is the best team in the East. In the middle, I'll go through the top dogs. Everyone says the, the East right, is top. Right. Milwaukee, I'll talk about them. Yes, they got over the hump in 2021, but let's let's talk about everything leading up to it. In 2020, Miami plays them. They're the number one seed. Miami beats them in five games. Okay, ends up going to the finals. Then in 2022, yes, Milwaukee sweeps Miami. Miami had two month offseason with Tyler Hero coming off his rookie year and an offseason that was supposed to be huge for his development. He only got two months off. Miami had the least amount of rest of any other team except the Lakers. Look at the Lakers in the West that same year. They also didn't make it out of the first round. That played a role in it. So Milwaukee sweeps us and Milwaukee does end up winning the title. Then in 2022, Milwaukee doesn't even make it to East of Conference Finals. Miami does. And then this year, and loses in seven. Then this year, Miami plays Milwaukee at the number one seed again and beats them in five. Okay. Then I look in Boston. I go to Boston. 2020, Miami beat them in six in the Eastern Conference Finals. Then the next year, 2021, it was a wash. We didn't play them. 2022, played them again in the East Conference Finals. Took them to seven where every game was back and forth. And then this year, we go up 3-0. Do, do lose the 3-0 lead, but ultimately beat them in a blowout fashion on their home court game seven. And then, and go to the finals. And then if you want to say Philly, you're a joke. Having made it East Conference Finals in those four-year span. Miami Heat are the best team in the East. They are the best franchise in the East over the past four or five years. And that is a fact. I will die on that hill. And the reason why people keep putting these teams over the Heat is because of the stars. It's Embiid. It's Jason Tatum. Like, yes, uh, Jimmy Butler is him. Okay, he's he's great. Okay, we, you and I know this. We talk about this all the time. Every time we're in a debate or you're in a debate with someone, you always turn to me to get my opinion because you know I'm going to agree that Jimmy Butler is great and he's, you know, he's everyone sleeps on him. But it's all these other teams. It's Giannis. It's Embiid. It's J Jason Tatum. It's Kevin Durant. It's anyone. It, it's all of these star players that are flashy that, you know, are one of seen as the greats as the future of the NBA or whatever that people more they, they look upon and they're like, all right, they're probably going to make it because this they're due. Nobody thinks of Jimmy. So that's, that's why they're overlooked. And it's not that they're not a great team. It's just, it's the stars like Mikey brought up. It's they're flashy and people want to see them. And they're just like, all right, this is what I see on highlights every single week. Are these teams going off? There's no way they don't make it. So that's why. Yeah. Would you agree that, though, with the argument I made, and I will listen to other teams, but I won't really listen well, to Boston or Philly. I'll only listen to Milwaukee. But would you agree Miami has been the best team in the East over time, over the last four years? Not not regular season, no. Another another team. We had the best record in the to... East last year. Not, not, But what about this year? Okay, we struggled. We had injuries, too. But, yeah. 
I mean, another team that I forgot I mean, to mention. I mean, there's an argument to be made that you guys aren't the best team in the regular season. Maybe for the playoffs, you can make that argument 100%. But, that's what, but that also, that's when it matters. So that's why I'm going to say it's the best. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, but when, when you talk about the best team, I mean. Best franchise. See, that's true. Talent. We're not the most talented team. But we're the most successful team. We've been the be- most consistent. Okay, most successful is a better. Most successful is a better <laughs> is a better word because I wouldn't say the best team because I. I mean, I'd say we're the best franchise. Talent wise, we're not. But I would say we're the best franchise. Most successful, I would say, in the recent. That would, make, recent you, that would make you the best, though, would it not? Well, not necessarily. The Boston Celtics are already a better franchise just because of their past. I mean, I'm I'm talking over this four year span. Over okay, this four-year span, you're yes, the most successful team. Doesn't mean you're necessarily always the best. You're just more. You you're could just, make the argument. We're literally, over the we're literally saying the same thing. You just no, want to no, get we're not. Vocab. No, we're not. And I'll give you an example. I mean, I mean, I'll give you an example here. Aaron Rodgers is always the best quarterback in the NFC, but he hasn't been the most successful quarterback. But we all know he's the best quarterback. But he's not been the most successful quarterback. Let's say we put him in that four-year span. That's why I'm saying the Heat are the most successful. I don't think they're the best. Because there's probably been series, or there's probably been in that four-year span where there's a team that was better than the Miami Heat. Fair. I just okay. We're gonna move on to the actual basketball that was played in this past over the past week. But I just wanted to get that Heat only segment in because it's not gonna happen any other way. It's not gonna happen on any other network. So I guess I gotta be the voice for the Miami Heat. I guess I have to be the person on my little podcast to do that. But I'm I felt the need to do your it. little podcast. I Shut think up. it's our little podcast. <laughs> okay, whatever. But I now, guess. let's okay. But now we'll talk. And I'm this one. I'll pass it off to you guys. I just wiggled my way in this one, so it's not mine. Miami, so, Miami goes up three zero, drops three in a row. And, and then a pivotal game seven on the road to Boston after the way they lost. Um, after the way they lost that game six, I really thought it was over. I thought Miami got their heart ripped out. They responded, have a huge win in a very in the most hostile environment I've ever seen on TV, at least to start a game, and, and beat the brakes off of them. Let me ask you guys, after watching this series, just as a whole, we're not we don't need to look at too far ahead, Denver. We're gonna talk about the finals. But what is your takeaway from the Miami Heat? Or for the Boston Celtics, or both, after what you saw, because this was a insane series. Like you can make a mini documentary out of this series. So let me. I'm gonna start with Jackson, and then move on. No, start with Mikey. Go ahead. No, okay. I mean, I, I, I mean, started with all of them. It, it, I mean, it's it's the same thing I've been saying. I mean, also we we've been over it. I mean, it's it's the inconsistency of of Jalen Brown and and Jason Tatum. I mean. I came on here and I was like, there's no way, or I told you, I was like, there's no way Jalen Brown has another bad game. And he did. Um, I think he had one good game the whole series, if I'm going to be completely honest here. Inconsistency from your two star star players. I mean, if they, they were if they were consistent, I don't think Miami even stands a chance. Let's be honest here. If they're consistently the players that they're supposed to be, but they're not. And that's a testament to also Miami's defense. Um, let's not get that mixed up. But they were very inconsistent and in that some of their put some of the blame on them and also just the the attitude of the Boston Celtics Celtics you texted me when you guys were up I think by 20 and you're like dude if, or you're like if we can if we can be up by 20 this is going to be game over and it was I think it was like the second quarter or whatever and I was like yeah because Miami's just going to quit or not Miami sorry Boston's just going to quit because we've seen it before um but like I said, with Miami, it's just a testament to coaching and the players that they buy into their system. It's a great culture. They know they're not the most talented, but they're going to give it 110% each time. And 
Jimmy Jimmy said it the best. Every time they lost, the media was trying to get him to say something that he shouldn't. And he's like, dude, I'm not worried about it. We're going to win. We're going to get one. I know what this team's made out of. And that's the testament to the co- to the culture and the coach. Um, they have a better organization over there than Boston. Boston's got the better players, but they don't have the better culture or coach as of right now. So I think if I'm Boston, I got to look into getting a new coach and I got to look into getting some getting some players that actually want to be there because it doesn't it it seems to me that they, they, those players do not want to be there. I think Boston needs to get rid of Jalen Brown. I mean, obviously yeah. him and him and Jason Tatum play they're great players. They play good to you. I I feel like it needs to be switched up. Another thing they need to get you know different big men. I mean Al Horford, you know he's good. He's shoot threes, dangerous everywhere, but. It's time to move on, I, I think. And the reason why the Heat have been able to been so or be so successful, one, th- throughout the entire playoffs, and especially this series, is because they can rely not just on Jimmy, not just on Bam, okay? Tyler Hero goes down, and they're not afraid because they have all these pieces that they're not afraid to use, like Caleb Martin and uh, Struess and just all these guys at – it's just the depth. The depth is what wins games, and that's why the flashiness isn't uh, isn't or the lack of flashiness with the Heat isn't a problem because they have all these guys in the depth and they know how to use them. The coaching is great. The GM is great. It's just if Boston wants to win in the future, they need to make some changes because, like that one saying, the definition of insanity is to doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. They have the same thing for the past three years. It's the same result. It's either they're in the Eastern Conference Finals and blow it, or they're in the finals and blow it. So so okay, I'm gonna go I'm gonna address Boston first. And as much as you know, I've hated Boston over the last week, there is no way in hell, no way in hell I let Jalen Brown walk. Now, do I think change needs to be made? Absolutely. But a couple of reasons why I don't think I think this also came into factor. They've gone through their third head coach in four years. They're on the third head coach four years. They have a 34-year-old yeah. head coach. Ime Adoka is in this series after already playing Miami in a seven-game series. I think Boston actually ultimately wins this series, and it doesn't even go to seven. So the coaching experience has, that does have in change and turnover does have a factor. Marcus Smart is a is not consistent offensively at all. You don't know what Marcus Smart you're gonna get. I think that is the biggest change I would make. The big men thing. Al Horford's getting old. I would consider that his defense has kind of become a liability after watching some of the closeouts in Game Seven, especially. So maybe Al Horford and Marcus Smart. I definitely think Marcus Smart needs to be a change. But Jalen Brown is an all-NBA player. And these guys... He did, he did not perform like it, though. I mean, I don't know how you game. can say that after, after that series. Well, okay, okay. Yes. But a lot of pressure was thrown on Jalen Brown that was not expected due to Jason Tatum rolling his ankle. It it required Jalen Brown to well, have to take on a load okay, that he was not But he did that in Game 7. Jalen Brown performed like that every single game besides one. And had, not, it, I'm not saying like, that Jalen Brown is bad. I'm not saying that... Anything yeah. like that. I'm just saying I feel like a different star needs to be paired up with Tatum. Okay. And it's like well, maybe Jaylen... Tatum needs to leave. I Hold mean... on. Hold on. Let me finish. Because here, here's look how successful they've been together. And they're only in their like I think Tatum's like 24, 25, something like that. I mean, they're they have a long way to go. And they've made it, they've already made it to the finals with this young and they're still young in their prime. You can remember they took LeBron to game seven and back in 20, I think 17, 18, something like that. Um they've they're that was Tatum's like rookie year, I think. Yeah. And just like I say with with the Heat, I mean, they're always up there. They're always they, they a few little changes are fine. But Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are the reason the Celtics are where they are. I I, I would not don't lose that. Jalen Brown is very very underappreciated, but I think because I think overshadowed by Jason Tatum. I don't think they're that much better than one another. 
I think they are both, I think Tatum's better, but I don't think it's about as much as people think. You keep these two together, you need to make changes around. Okay, because smart is a big problem. Al Horford can be a problem. Robert Williams is solid. Um, but then you make changes. Malcolm Brogdon also had a torn ligament in his elbow to forearm. Um, and he was a six man of the year this year. So I, I'm not on that train. I don't think it's time to switch that up. You could switch up, maybe get go through another coach. Um, go uh I don't know in terms of like the coaching side, but I think you make changes to guys like Marcus Smart, um, Al Horford, bring in some some more veteran presence, I feel like. I think that's all you need, but I'm I'm not gonna go away from Jalen Brown. I, I, he is just too much, too talented, and they've been too successful. Then I and then on the Miami side, you brought up a really good point, and it's funny you said depth when talking about the Miami Heat because that is not something I anticipated being a factor for us. Um, well, I depth think, is in they know how to use the players. It's not like they have right. depth that's, as in like star players. It's just depth is in they they're not afraid to put them on the floor and do their job. That's that's all that's all it is is doing your job and they're not well, afraid to do that. And I talked to Mikey about it. It's coaching. I mean, he he looks Eric Spoelstra. What he does a really good job of is he looks at what his team what his team has. He finds out what they're weak at and what they're really good at, and he games plans for their strengths, not their weaknesses. So that way, their weaknesses don't get exposed. It's great. It's it's really it really is. I think Miami won this ultimately because this core has been together through so many tough moments, and they're just mentally tougher than Boston. That's ultimately what it comes down to. Boston, honestly. Honestly, Austin, I mean, I would uh, be sending Jay Cole a thank you letter. I'm going to be completely honest with you. An ascension of guys like that. And what makes this even crazier, guys, is Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo are not playing. Yeah, I, that, is, that is. That's, if Tyler Hero is in, I mean, my God. I, it, I, this would make I hate so, Tyler Hero. This makes it so impressive. And it, 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 the way they've done it with, with the lack of guys they've had, which I guess it wasn't that much of a lack. It's just getting the most out of these guys is impressive. Very interested to see how it turns up. Um, in Denver, um, which is something we're going to cover here shortly because this finals matchup is one that very unanticipated and has a lot of different matchups that I'm I'm excited to get into. Um, let me ask you this, and then we'll move on to full finals coverage. Is this, Mikey, I'll go to you again. Is this the best playoff run ever? And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and and say it is because and I'm gonna be completely honest, I don't know my the history of the NBA all all too well, but I mean just off the top of my head I know they're the first eight seed to do this. Second, um, second. We're second eight seed, so I, I I can't in good conscience answer that. I'm not gonna sit here and act like hey I know a lot of NBA playoff runs. It's a very impressive run. I think it's it's probably up there 110. percent But I would rather you and Jackson probably take that one. And uh, and debate it if you guys got different uh, different opinions here because I'm not entirely sure if I'm going to be completely honest. I'll take mine and then I'll ask and I'll let Jackson. Maybe he'll get some ideas based on my take because I have notes here written for it. One, yes, this is the greatest playoff run in history of basketball. Um, they're a play-in team that lost the first playing game, then almost was down was down by by was losing with three minutes to go in the last playing game to get knocked out of the playoffs by the Bulls. Sneak in there at the end of that game, play the number one seed, Milwaukee Bucks, who have defensive, all defensive players all over the place, former MVPs, former NBA champion, and and all stars and whatnot, and beat them in five, beat them in five games. Then you play New York, which I say what you want about New York, they still were higher seed than Miami with Jalen Brunson and, and Julius Randle, um, two all star guys. Oh, come on now, but but no, no, it's better. That's that, that is a deeper team than the Miami Heat, and that is true. Miami beat them in six. 
Then we play Boston, who's number two, the number two seed, and we go up 3-0, which I know we choked a little bit. But if you think back, Miami was up nine in the third of game four. Could have could have swept it. They capitalized there. And a tenth of a second lost us game six. So I did go to seven, and Miami still got it done in in Boston. Um, and and I, I don't think there's any way you could really argue it's not the greatest playoff run ever. And if Miami somehow beats Denver, it will be the most impressive ring in the history of basketball. Jack, so what do you I, got, man? Yeah, so I had two on the top of my head. Uh, I went to my phone to look up the opponents of one of them. I haven't been able to find the other one. But uh, I think as of recently, there are two teams that come to my mind, which is one being last year's Warriors. And that's all because the year prior, it just wasn't that, you know, wasn't that great of a year. And they're able to come back and then Steph proves himself that he's not, you know, the Warriors aren't washed, that they can still do what they want or not what they want, but they can still perform and, you know, they can still win, right? So it was like Steph's time to prove himself ever since, you know, KD was there. They're like, oh, you know, you won one and then use KD to win two more, that kind of stuff. Then I think of the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers, okay? And the reason why I say that is because who they went through, right? They had Detroit first round, whatever, still saw a team. Atlanta, and then they had Toronto and the 73-9 and nine Golden State Warriors. It's just like you can't knock that one out because of the whole what? Okay, no, no, I'm just gonna ask you. But now that 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 play that comeback was the greatest comeback I've ever seen, and that final. But do you really think Detroit, Atlanta, and Toronto for a team that was a higher seed was harder? I mean, and I'm not saying. Hold on, hold on. So you're assuming you're now if Miami wins the no, 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 no. I'm just talking about so far just the playoff run to get to the finals. But I'm saying if Miami were to be, well, I don't think you can. I don't think that's a fair question. Because How a play, it's a playoff the- run. Like no, no one's gonna care if you don't win. If you uh, make the finals, no one's gonna what? care if you don't win. No, yes, like I'm do. gonna be completely honest. No one's gonna care if you don't win. You're not gonna care. You no, are not gonna care. no. That's fine. Everyone, everyone's not gonna care if you don't win. So it means it's, nothing. It's, it's so after be, that, so after that, be it forgotten. Means it means nothing if Miami, yes. if Miami doesn't beat the other one seed in the West after they've already been yes. It's going to mean. I hate to be the bear bad news. Talk, dude. Like holy shit. Whoa. Go ahead. Like the Zoom thing, she's going back and forth. Is I'm not even getting any of my pieces across. Go ahead. How can you say it would mean nothing for an eight seed, a play-in team, to go through the number one seed, the number two seed? Say they go to six against Denver without their third best player, with Jimmy, who you already made the argument is not an offensive guru, and that's fair. He's just a really good all-around player, and Bam, who's a defensive anchor but not an offensive guy at all. And they were able to do it with all these undrafted guys. Keep in mind, you're telling me if we go to Denver if, and we lose, say, in six or what, seven, this playoff run, no one's gonna care. I don't buy that. Don't buy okay. it. Okay, okay. Tell me this. Tell me this. I'm gonna ask you a question. Who was the last seven seed to make to the finals? The last who's, I don't know seven. I know the last eight. Who no? Who's the last seven? Yeah, because that's been talked about recently. He's yeah. Who, who who was the last seven that made it to the finals? I don't know if a seven seed's made it to the finals. Who's who? Who's the last six seed to make it to the finals? Uh, I do know this one. But this is this is my point. Who's the last? No five one, seed to no make one the remembers the losers because it doesn't matter at the end of the day what seed you were. No one remembers who they played. Everyone remembers who won. Now, this Mikey, I, this is the people, great like I, I people like remember you. this because only one other team has done it. I like it and yeah, and now you've guys done it, so now it's been two. And then guess what? If another eight seed does it, then Miami Heat, when they did it, that's diminished. 
So the last seven seed to make it to the finals was the Seattle Supersonics in 1987. My point exactly is is this they well, might be remembered. I think you're for taking one, it they, a little. I think they might it a be remembered far. for one to two two years, maybe three years, but after that, it, it, no one's gonna remember them. No, I think you're taking it a little too far. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like this is gonna go down as one. Right, the second eight seed to ever make it to the finals. Two, the first ever play-in team to make it to the finals. Now, I think that uh, people are going to remember it, but I think Heat fans or like you know diehard basketball fans are going to remember it more than the average Joe. Like nobody's going to think back. Oh, remember that time that the Heat went through the one and two seed, right? And they still had the uh, the Knicks to go through as well, but lost in the final. It's still going to be there, and it's still going to matter, and people are still going to care, but. Mikey's taking it a little bit too far. I'm not with diminishing the- what they've done is not impressive. I'm just saying it's like it's like when a 16 seed in March Madness makes it all the way to the championship. Yeah, that is so cool. But if they don't win, like everyone's no, gonna everyone's talk about gonna them remember for- that. Everyone's Everyone- gonna remember that. I remember Loyola Chicago as an 11 seed make it to the final four. I can okay, tell you that right I mean, now. I, I, but. March Madness, I mean, is, is, maybe that wasn't a good thing, but a good uh, <laughs> bringing up point. Because, I mean, but that that's one team. But I know what, what Mikey's what saying, what saying, but you're blowing it a little too far out of proportion, Mikey. Like, I mean, people I'm are still, saying, people I, are going to remember this because it's the second eight seed to ever do it in the first playing seed. Okay. Now, but nobody's going to remember who they went through. And like, also the fact the that, of their head. and that the Boston, I mean, another thing that's going to play into it, they went up 3-0, Boston was almost the first team to come back from 3-0, and then they lost. No, it, like, the, but they, no, hold on. The original point, the original point was, is this the greatest run in in NBA history? Yes. If they yes. don't win, no. Because I guarantee you, and off the just top of my head, there, there's teams that were maybe a seven seed that would have won it all. I'm taking the team who's won it all. The other, well, I just know the other, I know the other eight seed didn't win at all. So I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, and in, in, to get to this, the path here has been incredible. The fact that they're here right now is incredible. I think it's going to be remembered for a long time. And if we do beat Denver, though, I, I said that before the end of the question, if we do beat Denver, this will be the greatest playoff run in the history of basketball. And this will be the most impressive ring, minus maybe the 3 1 comeback. But minus that, I think this is the greatest ring of all time, um, based on two one seeds and a two seed to go through. All right, but now I mean here's here's the here's the path for the Warriors last last year. Started with the Nuggets, okay. Now whether they were a high seed or not, it's still the Nuggets, still a difficult right. Then in the conference finals or the semifinals, they faced the Grizzlies, okay. Solid team. Jaw was on a tear last year, right? All that. Then in the finals, they played the Mavericks, which Luca is no one to. Deal. It doesn't matter what happens. It, it's still Luca, and then they still, and then they had the Celtics in the finals. So I mean, it's not as it's not d- as difficult. Not even close to as difficult, right? With one and two seeds, and then Knicks and all this. But it's still up there with one. No, of that, the, that that now that you met, now you listed the teams off. Yes, I agree. I mean, that is a very impressive run. Especially- yeah, and then and then like the 2016. I mean, I guess you could put that in there because of the three one lead with the and who greatest- they were playing. Right, so you had Toronto and the Warriors, right? Two of the best teams, and just that. So, yeah. NBA Finals, Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets did not think this is where we were going to be. A lot of people, I remember when we recorded a couple episodes back, we didn't think Denver was going to be in the finals. To be honest with you, which I I kind of said their depths can get them there, but 
We did say a lot of people were worried about their postseason play and how they're inconsistent. They, they are typically in the postseason. And the, the Heat, I don't, I don't think anyone predicted at all. Very interesting matchup. Very different teams. Um, Going to be interesting to see how Miami plans to game plan against Jokic. Um, but I'll I'll wait I'll I'll wait to give my take. Um Jackson, what is your key for the for the Heat? Your key for the Nuggets, and who do you got? I think the key to this game, and I've said this before. Now I don't know if this is gonna work because whatever. One, I think you need to put Jimmy or uh I think you need to put Jimmy on Jamal Murray, honestly. I know that there are other bigger guys, but Jimmy mm-hmm. needs to stay on Murray the entire yeah. game. Now, I know other guys, there's going to get like switches and stuff, but Murray needs to be pressured around the three-point. Uh, he needs to be, you know, they need to keep him from driving to the paint, everything. Jimmy on Murray, that is a given. Two, Jokic is seven foot tall, okay? You don't have a seven-footer. I mean, you have you have Bam who can guard one through five. I think the key is for the rest of the team to really guard that paint, right? You put Michael Porter, uh, you put Aaron Gordon, everyone on the outside. I know Jokic can shoot threes, but force them to take the threes. Take away the paint because the paint is where they're getting everything. Now, you're going to have Jokic in the paint, and he loves to pass it back out to the three, and that's where they get a lot of their points. It's either Jokic or someone else in the paint, and then a three-pointer from an assisted Jokic. You got to take away the, the paint. You do that and you capitalize on like fast breaks and stuff like that. You're going to win these games. And I think the biggest with how Jamal Murray is playing right now, you need to keep him locked right now. You can't keep him locked the entire time, but you got to do your best. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with Jackson. I think the key, I think what Miami needs to do to win. Why, why, why did you wave your hand at me? Well, my mic was muted. Sorry, but I was going to ask Jackson. <laughs> he he said why the Heat, but I wanted to ask him as well. What? Because I know they're the favorite, but still, something has to be done. What do you think Denver has to do to stop Miami? Oh, I'm asking for both, oh, both sides. Oh, oh, oh! I think they just need to guard the three, honestly. Because if you have Jokic down in the paint, or Jokic and Gordon, or Jokic and Michael, like. That's you're you're fine down there, but if you have got you have to have guys ready to pop out on to get a hand in the face of those shooters because there are a few different shooters on the Heat, right? So it's the same thing. You you take away you well you take away the three from Miami and you take away the paint from Denver and Jamal Murray, and I think that's the key for both teams. <laughs> Bless, thank you. Yeah, so I think the key for Miami is. Is one I agree with Jackson. Put put Jimmy on Jamal Murray. I mean, Jamal Murray's been going absolutely off. If you can slow down Jamal Murray, that's going to help a ton. There's no there's no stopping Jokic. We all know that. You let you try everything you can to stop Jokic, right? You put everyone else in that paint, but Jokic is going to get his. But if you can slow him down and make him not as consistent as he's been, let his production fall off just maybe just a little bit. Try to get Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. And Eric Gordon to beat you. If those three guys can beat you and you can take Jokic somewhat out of the game, then you tip your cap and you say, okay, we'll get you next time. But I'm willing to bet if you can take Jokic out of the game at least a little bit, Eric Gordon and, and Michael Porter Jr. and those guys won't won't beat Miami. You put Jimmy on Jamal, that's taken care of. You put almost everybody else on Nikola Jokic and let the other guys try to beat you. 
and for, and for Miami to win or for Denver to win, just run the ball through Jamal Murray and, and Nicole Jokic. It's that simple. What have they been doing this whole time? Let Jamal Murray do his thing. Let Jokic do his thing. Let your let your depth come in when when it's needed. They got a simple game plan. I mean, they have not been stopped by by so many teams this year. I mean, I think they their game plan is the easiest. But for Miami, that's what that's what they got to do to win. And I'm still picking Miami to win. Actually, yeah. And to, to simplify it, it's just take away Jokic's help. Jokic is going to do what he does, no matter no. what. So, but I'll, you take away the assist part. The, the assist no, part I'm saying it. try to take away Jokic and let and let Michael Porter Jr. I, and I disagree with that. I think you. I don't think you can take away Jokic. I think you take away his help, and then it's done. So right? I, I think if whatever. you get people in that paint and and you don't let Jokic shoot and you try to take Jokic away, those guys ain't beating you. No, you've had enough time to talk. Okay, it's our time. I'm ta- <laughs> I'm talking the finals. Okay, so for hey, who who is this guy for Denver or for Miami? Because the pure underdog, you're gonna have Jokic is going to get his. He is. I'm not as worried about the other guys because Miami, with the way they they run that zone, it, I'm not as worried. I don't think a lot of people are gonna figure it out. Minus Jokic, the key to Denver, and my this could be Miami's demise or it could be what helps Miami. You let Jokic get his. Jokic is going to get his. There's not much you can do. I think Bam is the best matchup out of anybody in the East to guard him. Minus maybe Giannis. Okay. Bam is smaller, but he's long and he's more athletic than Robert Williams would have been. And he's more athletic than Anthony Davis, who's big. The key is Jamal Murray. If Jamal Murray goes for 30 and you allow Jokic to do what he normally does, no way Miami wins. We just don't have enough firepower offensively to combat that on top of the other guys like Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., KCP, whatever. So I think that Miami needs to be honing in more on Jamal Murray. And that's where I agree to you, Jackson where I think we're going to see a lot of Jimmy on Jamal. Now, Miami does do a weird zone, and they switch a lot of things, so there's really never any one-on-one matchup. I mean, you you saw last night, there was a time Gabe Vincent was guarding Robert Williams in the post. They switch everything. But for a guy, especially with Jokic, Miami's going to have to find a way to keep Bam on Jokic and then switch everything else. And then for Denver, this is coming from a Heat fan. I'll tell you exactly how you're going to win. Don't overcomplicate guarding Jimmy Butler. We have all three said, and we all three know, that Jimmy is not this crazy three-point shooter that can just score at will. He, Jimmy gets to his spots and he can score a lot of points, but I felt that Boston at times was so worried about doubling Jimmy that you left guys that you would that were undrafted and were role players like Caleb Martin, like Max Struess, like Duncan Robinson, like Gabe Vincent, go off because you're focusing so much attention on Jimmy. I think if Denver kind of just says, you know what, Aaron Gordon has guarded the best player of every team we've played so far and done well. We're going to let Aaron Gordon go one-on-one with Jimmy. Jimmy's going to get his, but if we're going to make sure these role players are not what beat us, because that is what ended up beating Boston. Would you agree with that, Jackson? Absolutely. And that's what I meant, taking away the shooters, right? Like, you you got Jimmy who's going to do his thing, take away the shooters, right? Like you said, keep it simple. Let him do whatever he wants, because that's what he does. It's, it's He even said in an interview that he loves Miami because they let him do his he lets they let him play his game, and I agree with you with the whole thing. It's about the same thing. Denver take away Jokic's help, so I feel like it's it's the same for both sides. You take away their main guy and just take away their help. It's done, or not take away their main guy. Let their main guy do what they want, but take away the help, and that's how you win. Yeah, and you don't need to throw too many doubles. Like I said, Jimmy's not like Steph or Dame. Like you, he he's not gonna just kill you like that. I mean, Jimmy's gonna get to the free throw line if anything, but that's not killing you. Three point shooting will kill you. Um, so let's. I guess we'll say this. 
And then because we probably won't record until we might do something mid series because we have a lot of time for the finals and I kind of want to cover more of the finals as it's happening. We'll probably address it after game four. But Jackson, because I know Mikey, Mikey said he wants the heat in seven. I might let him back that up in a second. I'll give mine in a second. Jackson, who do you got and how many and why? Um, see, that's the thing. I, I'm like back and forth on either Denver in five or heat in seven. It's, it's, it's really just a, a coin toss for me. Uh, I want to say Denver in five, just because it's hard. Like they're, they're starting five is very well-rounded and, you know, they can shoot, they can drive, they can, and then it's Jokic, right? He's been going off. He's average. He probably almost averaging a triple double in playoffs. Yeah. But at the same time, the heat, you can't, we've slept on them all playoffs and we sleep on them every year. Like we talked about earlier. And if they don't simplify it, like you're saying with the defensive game plan and they don't cover these shooters, the heat can very well just outscore Denver. So I'm going to stick with my previous. I'm not going to second guess myself. I'm going to say Denver in six. I'm going to add a game to it. And only because it's Jokic and Murray, how they're going off. And it's that's just what I'm going to say. You know, there's no reasonable reason why I should pick the Heat. Like, everything goes against why the Heat will win, if I'm going to be completely honest here. But that man, Jimmy Butler, dude, I've never seen a man so unbothered by literally everything in my entire life. He's just going to find a way to win. And the coach is going to find a way to win. And I don't care who they hit. And, and, and it, no, it's, no, it's funny, Austin. This is going to come to bite me in the ass because I said this about Phoenix. I said about the Warriors. Like, dude, they got the two best players on the court. Um, and I'm not saying Jamal Murray is better than Jimmy Butler, but when you got Jamal Murray and, and Nicole, they got the better duo um, on that side of the ball. And I would normally be like, okay, I would pick the two, that, the, the team that has the better duo. And that's what I have been doing the whole playoffs. But now I'm going against it. I'm going with the Heat for the sole fact that, dude, nobody plays as hard as they do. They don't care who you got. They're going to smack you in the mouth, and they're going to be okay. And and for that reason, I'm taking the Heat in seven. So, mine's funny. I, you know, the basketball person in me that's trying to look at this just as like a fan, uh, not a fan, just looking at it as a basketball guy. You're right, Mikey. No, no, there's no reason for me to take Miami because I don't think Denver is that much deeper than Miami, to be honest. They definitely weren't deeper. Denver's definitely not deeper than Boston. Um, so that doesn't necessarily scare me, but Jokic is the best player in basketball right now, so that obviously does scare me. And I've seen Jamal Murray explode. We And if he explodes, I, we're not the kind of team offensively that can explode back. Okay, And he's been really consistent in this playoffs. Um, but then a part of me is like, Every time you think Miami can't do it, they do it. You know, no one thought, nobody thought we were going to even have a chance against Milwaukee. Nobody thought going into the Boston series we are going to have a chance. And then no one sure as hell gave us a chance after you lose game six the way we did to win to win game seven the way you did. So part of me is like, why would I bet against them? So I'm back and forth here because, yes, Jackson, your pick is probably what I would say if I went to Vegas be like Denver and six, but then a part of me is like, but damn, man, I feel like Miami's just going to prove me wrong for the third time. And I'm a fan and they've proved me wrong. So when I balance it out, there's only one way to, to, to make my choice. And that's based on who I like. And I'm a fucking heat fan. So I'm going to go with Mikey heat in seven, Heat in seven. Austin, um, you should pick Denver. 
he in seven. Um, I, because I, 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 I've seen this team. I've watched them all playoffs. They defy the odds, and the odds are stacked against them again. So why would they not do it again? I agree, dude. No, I agree. And the reason I said you should have picked Denver is because you're three. They're three and zero when you haven't picked them. I mean Miami. <laughs> they're three and zero when you haven't picked them. And as a fan, if it was me personally, and I kept picking against the Steelers, guess what? I'm picking against them again. No, but I'm still, I picked them. Rooting for them. Wait, wait. I picked Miami against New York. Okay, that was well, a that given. That, that, was a, that was a given. Yeah, that was a given. Like Milwaukee. Oh yeah, the eight seed. The but you did say three and zero, Mikey. You said or zero and three. So. Dude, you didn't pick him against Milwaukee or Boston. I mean, so but see, it, you, so, but, but see, you picked him against Boston, so we're riding the hot hand, man. You know, you picked the team that I like, so Damn, you do pick my team. Hey, I mean, I'm one and oh, you're zero and two, so I mean, the odds are still in your favor. So, I mean, no, nah, this. I is mean, not- I guess we are riding with a hot hand here, but I, dude, I hope I. I like Miami. So um, I do like I, I do like Denver too. I, I do wish Nikola Jokic would get his. It sucks that it's both of these guys in the playoffs because I want both of them to get the rings. But I would prefer Jimmy because I think Jokic is going to be there for a while and Jimmy might not be. Yeah, Jimmy's how old, how old is Jimmy? Thirty three. So he's got about two three years of like good basketball. Yeah. Right? So like I, I really do think this is Jimmy's year. I think after this we're going to see if they do win this. Austin, this is this is a question for you, I guess. Do we think we're going to start to see the decline of Jimmy Bowen? Maybe, maybe, maybe he just won't have. Maybe not next year, right? Because he'll still he'll still want it. But probably the year after that, especially if they win it, he'll be like, "All right, I got my ring." And you know, I'm 35 now, and maybe he doesn't have a great team around. If he's got a great team around, that's that's something different. But if he has the same team, I think that's when we're going to see maybe Jimmy Beck, dude. I, it, this might not be worth it anymore. So, I don't know from his from his past and what he went through to get to where he is. I don't think he's gonna let up at all. Like Jimmy doesn't have a bone in his body that was gonna let him let up. And yeah, and it's like it's like after everything he's been through and what he did and all the workouts and everything he did to get to where he is and to be in this situation. I don't care if he's forty. I think he's gonna give it his all and still perform. And and the thing is, he saves himself so much in the in the play in the regular season that he's gonna have playoff pushes like this at least for another two three years. I do believe that. But I will say. Miami has one of the best GMs in the history of basketball and Pat Riley. This is a fun fact, guys. I've learned this today. You know, since the NBA Finals have been a thing, since the NBA has been around, as a player, coach, or owner, Pat or general manager, Pat Riley has accounted for 25% of NBA final teams. 25%. Rigged. That is incredible. So with that being Rigged. said, whether Miami How wins about LeBron? This, whether Miami wins this or if Miami loses this. Pat Riley and, and the Miami Heat know we're going to have to give Jimmy some help offensively and scoring-wise. So they're going to put pieces around him to make his life easier because you can't expect this from Jimmy year in, year out because it's just not his game. Now, there's an interesting one that I – and I'm going to make this take now and hopefully I remember it come offseason. And, Jackson, I know you're big on offseason and, and cap space and yada, yada, yada trades. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. So I've, I'm calling this now. I don't know if we're going to make it happen. But I have a strong feeling, Pat Riley, because he always loves to go for the big fish. He always has. That's how we ended up with LeBron. He always goes for the big fish. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, we went for Gordon Hayward. Oh, Get it. Um, Miami is going to can have him now. Offer a lot and try to see what they can get or can can offer to get their hands on Damian Lillard. And if Miami, oh, yeah. and if Miami what lands that one, it's going to change everything in the East. But 
I don't know what Miami can offer. I don't know if it's Bam. I don't know if it's Tyler and Duncan and a bunch of a bunch of other pieces. Because apparently now that's the one thing our role players have gained a lot of value this postseason. So they're going to be more valuable in trade talks as well. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Jackson? Hey man, I would rather you take a uh, Gordon Hayward from us so that you know we can make <laughs> some moves. But <laughs> or or Terry, either one, I'm fine with it. But you know, Dame goes to the Heat, and depending on who they. If they're able to you keep can have Bam, Spencer Dimwitty. If, if they're able to keep Bam and Jimmy and then add Dame, it's over in the East. Honestly, like it's just going to be the Bucks and the Heat and the Celtics. There's because we don't we don't know what Harden's doing at all. An elite, an elite level happening. score is what Jimmy needs. That's really all he needs. I'm looking at guys like Bradley Beal. Like he just needs exactly. A score. He just needs a score. Anyone? And yeah, honestly, dude, poor guy. This why this is why I brought it up because it's just like. Dude, every time I watch this guy play, he's got almost no help. And injuries help. didn't help. Injuries Please. didn't help. Yeah, but Tyler was our second no. leading scorer, and he broke his hand. Like, I mean, Tyler is a big chunk of our scoring. Yeah. No, he is. But I mean, like, and Gabe Vincent has played well, and Martin's played well. But like, let's let's be honest. They are guys that are not going to be like. You keep those guys around, you're not going back with the same team in my eyes. Like it ain't gonna happen. Ah, I beg to differ because we did it with this core in 2020, and we did it last year. Well, I think you, you had Tyler Hero who was healthy. Max uh, Max Drew still started. Gabe Vincent still started last year. Caleb Martin still got minutes off the bench. It's the same core, dude. It really is. That's interesting. I don't know. Anyways, I guess we'll see then. Yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. I will say, I would be. It would be cool. Like. It's almost like I hate Boston and Boston fans, but like if Denver wins, I'm always going to be happy. My team lost the finals, but I'll be like, you know, that's not a team that I would mind losing to. It's their first finals appearance. They've never won one. And Jokic, I mean, there's really no reason not to like the guy. Um, so I would, I, I, Denver winning a finals would be cool in its own, in itself, and it would take me a little bit to talk about it and admit that. But I agree. Um, well, anyway, good episode, good all basketball episode. I won. Okay, Mikey knows I, this. I give it to Mikey. You. Got did. caught. Mikey did, did get I caught. Play, I, but played we kept the game I played it off. I played it off. We kept going. Well, I had to help you with that one. But anyways, Austin, I'm sure you are very, very confused right now. I'm gonna let Mikey explain this. So we knew this is this is your episode, and uh, we thought it would be kind of a fun way to see how often you talked about the Heat. So we played a game. Whenever you said Miami Heat, whether it was Miami or Heat, I, I played it with Miami and Heat. It didn't matter. Or Jimmy Butler. We had to either take off an article of clothing, took off my uh, my shirt. Or I took off my hat, or put something in the view of the camera, and so like I was spinning this around when you said the heat. Jackson put in the Yoda, and we got points for it. So while you were speaking, we were listening, but at the same time, me and Jackson were trying to keep a straight face. I couldn't. I, I honestly couldn't. You can go back through this. I, I, I mean, was I put, cracking. I put, up. I put this on as a scarf. I put two hats on. I mean, and then now, and, and the game was one to get the most points, and there were different points for each thing. And then two, if someone got caught, game was over. And you caught Mikey. First of all, why the fuck did you take a controller and take it to your head? Well, because okay, I put it, I, I put it here, and then I, I watched his eyes like look at it, and so I was just like, oh, like what if I just like scratch my ear and put it down? Like maybe he thinks I'm an idiot. And then he's like, dude, what are you doing? Because Austin was on edge at this point because he knew we were up to something. He said something before we even started. Exactly. He, he was on edge. And I was like, dude, I'm just like, it was about to fall. Like, I was going to put it down. And like, I, there's a bunch of stuff on my desk right now. And you uh, guys make me feel like shit for talking about my eight seated basketball <laughs> that just made it to the finals. And dude, we uh, listened. When, no, whoa, whoa. We, we listened, but we also knew 
We wanted we wanted to have a little little fun with you. Even if I wasn't time. a Heat fan, I would have talked. About, I would have said Miami Heat a thousand times. This is an eight seed going to the fucking finals. No, but it's different because you know you love the Heat. Like you're gonna get a tattoo of the Heat somewhere on your body. It's like we know how you are with them, and we wanted to let you shine because we know how excited you are and how happy you are. Now there's nothing to take away from it. Don't feel like shit because yeah. We still got a conversation out of it. Now, there was one part where you told me to start and I told Mikey to start because I was trying not to crack up. I was I wasn't even paying attention to what you asked me, to be honest. So I was like, get Mikey, because I have no idea what I'm doing right now, and I'm gonna sound like an idiot. I'm not even gonna Dude, it, was, it was hard. Like I don't see how people multitask. Like I'm looking around my room frantic because Austin said he like three times, and I know I'm up. I'm like, dude, I gotta grab something here. I thought I was gonna get caught. Cause I had to take my damn headset off to put on a shirt or take off my Jersey. And it's like, for, and then when I'm putting like, Yoda, when I put Yoda here, I almost died. And I looked at Mikey and Mikey's dying on the inside. And I'm Austin, like, how is this I'm, man not saying anything? Dude, I put a freaking toy car here and put my arm on it. And then pointed this down and had this just chilling here. I was talking, and, and Austin's just talking all ahead. I'm like, dude, he does not see this car right now. And, and then that's I, why we I did it. Like this and put it back, and nothing was said. And that's and why it like, took so long for us to get on, because when you kept calling us, we were still on a Zoom <laughs> talking about the rules, going over what we're doing. It, it was a fun game. I think this should be kind of a new thing. Like, we... We, we mess with someone each podcast to a certain extent, like the small stuff and see if, if I don't someone get a call from one of you too. I know you're messing with me. That's the dumbest. Hey, fuck. No, no, because you can do it during the week. Like, Hey, yo, Jack, we're going to get on like Thursday or something. Uh, and this could be like a Monday. Like, Hey, this is how we're going to mess with Mike. And then you already got to set up. Mikey, Boom. if we can do we, a uh, podcast and neither um, one of you talk to me about it, that's how I know you're fucking with me that week. Um, oh, before we leave, before we have the send off. Okay, I do want to have a, a quick because nobody else Sports Center nobody cares about this except that except me. I'd like to say a quick congratulations to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish for the winning the 2023 NCAA Lacrosse Championship. Okay, against Duke. Sorry, Duke, but you suck. Okay, oh, uh, it, it was the no, most sorry. physical. It was the greatest, well, not the greatest game, but it was the most physical. It was in the. Uh, oh my God. Why am I not? Th- why am I blanking? Oh my god! You're an idiot. I am an idiot. All right. While he's thinking, uh, Kavanaugh, also- the Kavanaugh brothers. It was very, very, very deserving for them. So I just want to say a quick congratulations to Notre Dame and uh, go Cuse. We're coming for you next year. Also, since we are a sports podcast, if you, if any, if there's any hockey fans out there, I do apologize that we haven't talked about hockey because. <laughs> The Stanley Cup is is happening and it's been exciting and I and and I'm gonna sit here and you can believe me or not I've watched almost every single playoff game. I watched when the Rangers lost to the freaking Devils. I watched when the Hurricanes beat the Devils and, and then the Hurricanes lost to the Panthers and Panthers beat Boston and and it's crazy because Florida also you might not know this Florida was the was the fourth seed the, the lowest seed and now they're in the championship just like Miami so that's pretty cool for for a Florida State and then Vegas just beat um Dallas uh 0 and Dallas almost came back from three zero deficit. Dallas was right there. They were it was three two and and uh, Vegas won. Um, so now it will be Vegas and uh, the Florida Panthers in the NHL Stanley Cup. I think that takes place in a couple days, so that will be exciting. Um, I'm going to be watching that, and hopefully we'll touch on that a little bit. If especially if the NBA playoffs take a turn for the worst, um, 
we'll touch on a little bit of the Stanley Cup. But we have I have been watching hockey. I don't know. I can't attest for a test for Austin or Jackson, but if we do have a hockey fan out there, I do apologize because I should have been talking about it a little more. I'm a Rangers fan and I don't want to talk about actual loss. So I've had too much. Why. I've had too much of my play with the Heat, man. It's, I, dude, I'll t- I'll tell you what. Playoff hockey is electric. It is so fun to watch. You have to watch the Stanley Cup and you'll see. Well, I'm going to give you a shout watch out. College across. Quick, yeah, quick shout out to the University of Southern California women's beach volleyball team. They won the national championship. <laughs> um, and that's actually a fact. So, is um, it mocking me? Yes, I am. Congratulations to them. You're um, a dick. <laughs> Hating on my sport. Congratulations to Lenore Ryan um, winning the D2 lacrosse national championship. Shout out to Go Bears. Let's go Bears. Yeah. Um, beat Limestone in the final four. Um, anyway, all right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of that damn sports podcast. We got a lot of basketball coverage in there. Um, and we'll college baseball starting soon. Hopefully, update you guys. Um, midway through the series, if it's worth it, and talk about that. But um, no. Uh, as always, you can go listen to all of our previous episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, and all your major streaming platforms. Leave us a review. Give us some five stars. Give us a comment. Give us one star if you hate us. One of the one of the other. Um, go check us out on social media at Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook at that damn sports podcast D A M. As always, thanks for listening to this episode of that damn sports podcast. Plus, we will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.